Hi, I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with a white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible, and it starts with you. Get out your field notes, and let's tap into Peaceful Achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills, and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. Today's conversation is with our special guest, Barbara Yolis. Now, Barbara Yolis started 18 months ago, so I want everybody to hear this in perspective. So Ludwig Plus, 18 months ago, is a full-service, women-owned, brand transformation and business acceleration marketing company that excels in mind-blowing digital technology. We're for sure going to be talking about that. Infectious social media. I mean, come on, folks, who doesn't want that? Brilliant strategic planning, laser-focused media planning, efficient media buying, insightful analytics, and wicked good creative content with these valuable keywords, just like what I'm sharing with you right now. So Barbara, oh my God, welcome to the episode. Oh my gosh, so good to be here, Marlo. Absolutely. Okay, so you know, you come to the table, we want to hear the story, right? So we got to get the behind the scenes of Barbara. And then what started this Ludwig Plus company just a short while ago? And then, you know, we've got the pandemic. So we've got some good conversation here. So give us your background. Yeah, well, I spent, you know, the majority of my career in the agency world. I worked for uh, large, large advertising companies. If you ever saw Mad Men, I worked at both of the agencies featured on that show. And it was amazing. It was an amazing experience because I I worked on the um, account management client strategy side, but I, I was always in the midst of pitching and I ultimately became the pitcher at two major agencies, which was an incredible experience because you often were competing at the highest level of the advertising game, working with big global companies, trying to figure out what is, what is going to be the silver bullet solution to drive their growth. So, you know, strategically, creatively, how do you bring it all together in a compressed period of time and bring a solution to these companies? So that training and that experience and the talent that I worked with was really um, an incredible ride for many, many years. And then I took all that learning and I went client side and became the CMO and chief strategy officer of two um, very large financial service companies in the mortgage space. And that was an incredible experience in that I learned about how to run a company, um, how important culture is and how culture really can drive revenue, um, how to think about how to activate a brand when you're inside a company, which is very different than the way you would when you're working on the agency side of the equation. So after all these years, I thought, my God, it would be so cool if I could bring the best of, um, you know, a, a outside agency partner, the highest level of talent and caliber of thinking um, with the best of what an in-house marketing department can bring um, and really thinking through how to scheme a business, the role that a brand can play to transform a company and bring those two worlds together. So 18 months ago, 
uh, we spun off. I actually took um, a team that was our in-house team at the financial services company that I was working for, and they became a client. Then we started winning business, and um, it's been a wild, exciting ride, Marlo. I can't even tell you. We've got incredible clients. We have massive talent, and we're doing a lot of really wicked cool work that's making a difference for companies, their people, and their end users. So it's, it's been a wild ride. Wow. I mean, just what a beautiful background, though, and I love the way that you've approached it. And then, like you said, you, you know, you kind of spurred off on your own and, and you took that risk. Can you tell us what that risk felt like? I mean, so you obviously, your experiences guided you, but what like gave you the nudge to say, you know what, I'm going to step out, I'm going to build this agency and uh, take it to the next level? Gosh, I, I'll tell you, it was a little scary. You know, I've never gone off on my own. I've always worked for great companies. But I really felt this need to create a place where people could thrive and I could take the kind of the best of the worlds that I worked in and bring them together in one place. So there's, you know, creating a great culture, um, bringing diverse minds together to create a collective genius, um, and then pairing that with clients who really want to do good, have big aspirations, and it's, you know, kind of limitless possibilities. I took the leap. It was a little scary, um, but it helped that we had clients to start with. So it made it a little less scary, but certainly um, uh, it was it was a scary moment for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, any entrepreneur that's listening to this is so resonating because it is scary, right? There's so many unknowns. But I think you just kind of have to be bold and take that conviction within yourself and see what happens. And look at you now. I mean, 18 months later, you have so many powerful things to speak of. The one thing I want to know, how did you come up with Ludwig Plus? Like, where's that stemming from? Help us understand the, the title of the company. Well, so Ludwig Plus, uh, Ludwig is actually um, was started by my husband originally, um, Bill Ludwig, who is a well-known um, advertising guy from... Uh, many, many years in the business. And so he started Ludwig Plus as a consultancy. Um, and then when I decided to spin off and go out on my own, like any good wife, I took everything my husband has. So I took company from him. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely right? love it. Right? I yes. Know, right? Girl power. Right. What wives are supposed to do, right? Take everything <laughs> from their husband. So um, I actually bought the company from Bill because he really didn't want to be in advertising, although he dabbles still in it. He's our creative chairman. And he's off to new ventures after spending many, many years in advertising. But we had established ourselves as Ludwig Plus and people knew us as that entity, at least our initial clients did. So we didn't really feel a need to change our name. My official name is, my actual name is Ludwig, but my professional name I'm known for is Yolis. So I go by Barbara Yolis, but privately, I use Ludwig. I love the plus because to me, everything we do is about plussing it up, right? It's about plussing up the people who work for us and helping them find their edge. It's about helping our clients plus up and, and kind of um, go for possibilities that they didn't think they could go for and igniting their people um, and creating a sense of buy-in of the customers or partners that they work with. So to me, the plus is really an important ingredient in our name. I love it. Okay. So one of the things that you are best known for is just that architecting a brand 
and business solutions that change the destiny of a company. So as I share that, what is your special sauce, Barbara, that allows you to do that for your clients? Well, you know, it's a great question. I think a lot of advertising and marketing companies will talk about one aspect of what they bring to their clients, right? It might be, you know, really brilliant creative ideas or um, digital solutions, or um, maybe it's more of the marketing consultancy. Um, What we do that I think is different is we really look at the role that the brand plays in scheming a company's business and that it's not just about advertising, although advertising is an important ingredient to that, but it's really about how do you create a North Star from the inside of a company, understanding their DNA, understanding every aspect of how they run their business and what that North Star possibility could be for the brand. And then how does that translate into business growth, right? So it's great to have a brand positioning and a brand idea and advertising that tells a story. But if it isn't remarkably moving your business forward and that every dollar you spend is going to give you a return on that investment, it doesn't make sense. And so we really kind of come in and, and it, it, our solutions may not just be advertising. It may be, hey, you actually need to arm your sales team with training and a sales playbook so that they know how to hit the street um, and sell your product offering. Or it may be that, um, you know, we need to create core values for the organization so that they can align to the vision of the CEO. So it really depends on what our solution is going to be. But at the end of the day, we have our eye on what is your two, three, five-year growth plan. And we'll actually map that roadmap out for you and then show how the brand plays a role in getting you there. I love it. So this is more like I'm hearing a business plan, right? I'm hearing framework. And creating that North Star is really the clarity and the vision of what's possible for the organization. And then putting in those missing pieces, right? So, you know, number one thing is when you work with new clients, so when somebody comes to the table, kind of walk us through that experience. So as we're listening to this, we're walking away with a tip or a pointer on your guidance in that space of how we can get closer to having that clarity and vision to better understand how that connects to business growth. Well, you know, my starting point is what, what is your purpose, right? As a company, what are you striving for? What is that higher order that you want to be in the world. And often it's not just, hey, I want to hit these sales, right? It it needs to have a higher order. And then from there, we'll take a look at, well, what are the proof points that allow you to achieve that, right? Do you have a set of core values? How do your people work? Who are your people? Um, What's your process look like? And then that way we can map out to say, what is your reason for being and how do we prove it? And so we, we really start on the inside in, in what we would call like an infiltration of the organization, an interrogation, talking to stakeholders at every level of the company so that we're finding some truths that we can then share out with the world. And, and that's, to me, the starting point. Yeah. So I'm hearing kind of that spirit junkie, kind of that stardust to the company. I mean, just sprinkling that in and finding out, you know, what is that purpose to find? And it's crazy. And I know you see this every day, how many people don't really know or understand the clarity of that and then how that impacts so many great things. So talk to us about culture and diversity, because I know those play a really big part. You've talked a lot about culture. Give us some greater insight into culture and its impact. 
Well, I think culture is huge, right? Because I, people come into work every day and they want to buy into what you believe and that it's going to add value to the company and that they end each day feeling a sense of accomplishment and contribution. So any company in, in order to be successful has to clearly articulate, you know, why should somebody buy into what you stand for and what are you trying to accomplish? So, you know, using our company, we say we're on the pursuit of happiness happiness for our clients to achieve their success, um, happiness for their people so that their people can, can kind of realize their full potential professionally, and then happiness for our own people. And so every company has those set of core values, or maybe they haven't yet articulated them. And when you do that, then everybody has a way of working and something that they're striving to get to. Um, and if you start with those core values and set real metrics around them, real metrics, right? So if you say, hey, people are our greatest asset, people matter. Service is really important to us. Service matters. How are you measuring that? And when you measure happy people, make happy customers, then you're likely going to deliver your revenue goals and your production goals that you're shooting for because you're hitting all these fundamental value pillars that make you your company who you are yeah you're taking about all the thinking and the you know just put in the doing and the implementation because everybody really understands the role and what's expected and how that aligns and like you said you've got internal teams that are happy you've got your external clients who are happy just the synergy of all of that it really just resonates right it just kind of reverberates more success to come exactly yeah Okay, so diversity. I know that's a that's a key element for you as well. Let's have the conversation of diversity. I mean, we're championed in these times today and the power of diversity and how important it really is. Give us your insight into that, Barbara, and, and what does that look like when we talk about diversity? Well, diversity is obviously a very hot topic. A lot of companies are talking about diversity and inclusion, and, and it's really about the behaviors around that versus just a belief, right? I think you have to have actual behaviors that are celebrating diversity, leveraging diversity, um, and creating, um, you know, kind of a collaboration around it. And I think that's a critical ingredient to any company really, um, you have to, in today's world, I think you have to be it, you can't just say it, you know what I mean? And I think that's a key ingredient to um, being honest and authentic uh, when you're talking about diversity and inclusion. Yeah, you're walking the talk, right? So it just becomes a natural extension. Got it. So you work with women-owned businesses, correct? Well, we are women-owned business. We're one of, uh, there's less than 1% of advertising marketing companies in the world, in the world that are women-owned. So we're very proud of that. But the companies that we work with are not woman-owned. They just are companies. Excellent. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's not our mission isn't just to work with woman-owned companies, but we are. Excellent. Yes. And just the power of that. So, I mean, how do you align? So when you're speaking of your own culture here at Ludwig Plus, what are you looking for when you are building a specific culture or building on your team? What are you looking for within your organization in that space? Well, we're looking for people. We have a, a few things that we look for. One is we want to bring people together who can can really find their edge in their craft, right? So we're looking for wicked talented 
people in their own right, smart, creative directors, copywriters, brilliant uh, marketers, strategists. So, you know, obviously the core competencies, but then we look at, you know, some hard traits and some soft traits because we really hire into culture first. Um, you can teach people how to do certain things, but you can't teach cultural traits. We say we want thinkers and doers. Uh, we have a phrase we call GSDN, get shit done now. And the reason for that is be timely, be thoughtful, but our clients often don't have time to waste to drive their business. And so there's no need to lose time, be efficient with your time, help your clients get to market fast. If there's something you can do right now, get it done. Why wait? Mm, um, so that yes. kind of way of working is really important to us. And so we do a lot to uncover, you know, what are people's strengths and how do they work and will they fit in our culture? And we're not for everybody. I mean, you know, not every company's for everyone. Right. Um, if, if you like to... Um, walk the perimeter of the pool and watch people crashing waves. This is probably, this is the right place for you. <laughs> yeah. we're, all, we're all in the wave pool crashing waves together. You know that's what I mean? Absolutely. And that's absolutely amazing. I mean, you want the doers, right? Those people who can execute, make the decisions and then see that result. So very, very powerful. Okay. So as we're coming into the close of this episode, I mean, what kind of tip or pointer for an entrepreneur who's listening to this episode? taking your marketing and your creative genius here into the world, what's your best piece of advice for somebody who's in this space so they can build their brand and have that transformation? Give us a little tip or pointer. I mean, I think you have, aside from having a real offering, right? You have to have some product or service, something unique that you can offer. I think as a new entrepreneur, focusing on creating a culture and an infrastructure that allows your people to really um, maximize their abilities, that you can easily get lost if you don't set up who you are and what you're about, because then you're on this journey and you don't know where you're heading. And we're in this for what I would call the infinite game, right? And it is a journey but you have to have a set of, you have to have a vision for where you're going and you have to have a set of beliefs and behaviors that are important to you for everyone to follow and align to, or you're not going to, you're not going to be on the right path. And mm -hmm. so as an entrepreneur, one, I say, go for it, right? I was scared and I just went for it. And I, I you know, I'm learning my way through some things that I didn't know how to do. And so you make sure that you surround yourself with really smart, talented people. And I can tell you, we've got the smartest, most talented people that I couldn't do this without them. Um, but then make sure that you set clear expectations. You give them um, tools and a vision for where you're heading. And then just go for it. And you're going to make mistakes. That's okay. We're all human. We're going to make mistakes. Just be honest about it correct them, course, correct them and keep going, you know, keep putting one foot in front of the other. That's my best advice. Such great advice. I mean, purpose, values, behaviors, all of this culture, such a winning combination. So Barbara, where can we find you? Like as our audience is listening, they're excited. They want to learn more. Where can we find you? Ludwigplus.com, ludwigplus.com, or just email me directly, barbara at ludwigplus.com. Excellent. Oh my gosh. 
That's so rich. Oh, I so appreciate this conversation. Did you enjoy this conversation as much as I did? If you're looking for more conversations like these, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review of the podcast. Subscribing and leaving a review helps it show up on your phone every time a new episode is released and leaving a review helps other people like you find us so they can get the help they need so they can live their best life. Also, subscribe to our weekly email on our website at marlohiggins.com. This is the place that we share insider tips with our audience and drop polarizing insights with you. Remember, the road to success is better with friends. So be sure to share this episode to help all of you reach your goals together. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, success is universally desired, personally defined, and always within reach.